Praise the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What a wonderful God we, we serve who is worthy to be blessed, to be praised. He's blessed us beyond our wildest dreams. And we just want to thank for being a great and amazing God. I don't know what God has been to you, but he's been amazing to me. Um, he is, I don't care what you're going through today, um, the God that you serve, he is absolutely more than enough. And one of the things that we have to understand that in spite of what we feel and what we're going through, God has a plan for our life. And it's critical that you know that. I mean, it's absolutely critical that you understand that God has a plan for your life. And um, over the next five weeks, I believe, five weeks, five, six weeks, um, I got a new series I want to teach you. I got a new series. It's called The Mind-Blowing Power of Purpose. Got it? Then come in. Is buffing? Okay, okay, okay. That's how, uh, oh, did you get the, um, the, the, the the videos? Perfect. You know what? It won't play. Gotcha. That's how technology works. <laughs> but let's pray. We're we going we gonna, to we gonna keep going. Let's pray. Spirit of living God, let your rain drop some heaven for fresh upon your people. Spirit of living God, let your rain drop some heaven for fresh upon your word. Spirit of living God, let your rain drives and revive your servant today. Lord, let me decrease that your spirit might increase. I pray, God, for transparency that you might see through me to see your son. But, Father, just in case they stop at your servant, please send your servant to a detour sign that I may show them the way to the cross. Because, God, this is absolutely nothing about me. This is completely all about you. And, God, since this is completely all about you and absolutely not nothing about me, I pray for two things this morning. I pray for challenge. <clears throat> I pray for conviction. I pray, God, for a spirit of change. If your people are challenged and convicted by your word, they will be changed by the same power, that same word. Let your spirit have the right of way. Please, God, accept this offering today. I present you in thy sight, Lord, Lord and my Redeemer. Let your Shekinah glory change and listen to this temple. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Um, nope. Okay. Everyone in this little world, there's three levels of life. You have the first level of, is called survival. Survival means I'm just trying to make it day to day, um, just trying to live, just trying to get through. And you got what's called success. Some of us are trying to get that. Um, some of us are trying to reach that level of just success. We got it. We um, want to achieve it. And it means something where we, we've, arrived, we've arrived at our what we feel is, is success. We may have had the nice house, the nice car, the nice job, the right degree, the pedigree. And some of us are trying to get that level of success. And thirdly, which I want to get you to understand, is significance. Significance says, why in the world am I here? Why am I here? Why, has, why did God put the sperm and the egg together? Why did I come to the birth canal? 
why am I here? And a lot of us don't have a clue. Go back. No, go, no, go, fine. go back. Right there. And then get the video ready. Get the video, the video ready. Um, we, we spend our time doing everything else but our purpose. Proverbs 4 says, God has made what? A place in a what? God has a place for you and a purpose for that place. But we get caught up, e- even the wicked are, are included because they got a place for judgment. But we get so caught up in trying to do stuff. And I got this great clip I want to show you about how we can get so caught up in doing stuff but not doing the stuff that God really wants us to do. Check it out. It's pretty cool. God's purpose is greater than our problems, our pains, and even our sins. Um, next, that's the next slide. It, it's, it's God's purpose is greater than our problems, our pains. They, they let sin block God's purpose because they, they're after the big three. 
survival, success, and significance. That those three things that we talked earlier about and feelings that you, you this is where you are. You're either trying to make it, trying to get there. I think I've made it. But I want to get you from survival. I want to get you out of the, the, the lore of success from a worldly point of view. I want you to understand the power of, of purpose which brings you significance in your life. Um, at some point in your life, the best thing about getting mature is that you start realizing what used to matter doesn't matter the older you get. Getting the toys don't matter the older you get. Um, I, I've, I have been at a lot of, lot of bedsides when people die. No one says, go give me my car. Bring me my Rolex. Show me pictures of my house. They all say, where's my family members? Where, where are my loved ones at? And, but we live this life reaching and grabbing the gadgets and the, the trinkets. When it's all said and done, the stuff you want on your, around your bedside, you can't buy. You can't buy love. You can't buy compassion. You can't buy warmth and heart. Things you earn, things you pour into. So I want you. I want to spend time today as I. This is the first lesson in this series. I hope you spend. I hope you come every single week, these next six, five, six weeks in this, this series. Because I'm, I'm trying to get you ready to go. 2017. The number 17 is the number of victories. The next year is 2017, the year of victory. I want you to. I want to get you prepared. How you plan to live the year of victory? You plan to have the same old, same old, or are you going to get your purpose? I want to get you today. This at this series. A, a, not a business plan, but a life plan. I told you yesterday, last week, about your goals. Well, we took those notes last about your goals. Now we're going to put those goals and put some purpose to it. Well, let's get to the text. Next slide. Okay. There you go. We're, we're going to be in the book of Mark. Got a great story in the book of Mark I want to talk to you this morning. Um, here it goes. It said, now they came to Jericho. Jericho was a winding road, a rough place. A lot of stuff went down. As they went out of Jericho, and when the disciples had a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Now, go, go back, go back, go back. Now, a lot of time in the Bible, they just give people a certain man, a certain woman, or the multitude. But they gave this man a name. Not only did they give him a name, they attached him to a family. And usually, and he's the son of Time. Time is has an ink, he was a, a wealthy man. But here is his son on the wayside begging. I, I'm pretty sure no kid grew up and said, I can't wait to be a beggar. I guarantee that, that wasn't part of his process, that wasn't part of his of his of his purpose. And, and the Bible says, and when he had heard. That it was Jesus of Nazareth. You might say, why am I at church this morning? Why am I coming? Well, the reason why you're coming here this morning because I want purpose will revive your dreams. Purpose will revive your dreams. 
he, he was on the roadside begging, but he heard that Jesus was coming. So, he, so he, his dreams of his, who he was, it was revived. It, it made him realize, you know, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to just be, and verse 47 says that he cried out even the more. Begin to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't, he didn't say, give me some money. He didn't say, give me some arms. No. He cried out for what he really need. His, he, what he really need was mercy. He really needed some sense of hope. And so when you have, when purpose meets you, it revives who you really are. It reminds you of what I was, what my dreams were, what, what my hopes and desires were. And, and purpose will meet you at the most unusual times. I mean, it's pretty cool. Action. It says here, the Lord gives perfect peace to what? Keep their what? Purpose firm and put their trust in him. He would have normally says, money, 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 money. But when he heard Jesus, actions... Does what? Instead of him asking for the basic of action and the basic things that he normally responded to, he said, no, no, no. What I need today, I need mercy. I need Jesus. I've heard about you. People have talked about you, and I don't need your money. I need you, son of David, the, the promised Messiah, to give me, because according to, to, to look, look what Mark said. Mark said, but many warned him to be quiet. There's some of you right here today, you have purpose in your life. And people are telling you to shut up, be quiet, you can't do it, it's too late. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't let the naysayers, because here's what, here's what Bar- Bartimaeus said. I, I love this quote. You have the power to say, this is not how. What? No one in this room. No one in this room can take that power from you. You have the power to say, this is not how my story. Barman says, I will not sit here begging the rest of my life. Purpose is coming towards me. Jesus is coming to me. He cried. He said, oh, no, I need Jesus. So what happened is when you start crying out, it will renew your determination. It will renew your determination. When purpose meets you, it renew who it said, hold up here. There's something more I want. There's something more I want to achieve. And you start having a hunger that you didn't have anymore. Because why? Because purpose is meeting you. And I want to get purpose in someone's life here this morning because you are living your life in such a way that's not where you should be. You're letting stuff and things and people, when you have the power to say, this is not how my story is going to end. And when purpose meets you, it should revive your dreams. It should renew your determination. You should say, I can't quit. I can't quit here. Here's, here's a great quote I got, I got. When we are no longer able to change the situation, we are what? He couldn't change. He couldn't change where he was at. He was blind Bartimaeus. They called him blind Bartimaeus. That was, that was attached to his name, blind some of us have attachments on our name drunken Billy wino John loose Cindy we got these names attached to us and, that, and sometimes we'll let those names define us 
And they'll say those names to us so much and so many times we'll say that that's who we are. But no, beloved, we are no longer able to, when we are no longer able to change situations, we got to do what? You got to decide. Today I choose to change my circumstances. And then the verse, the next, next verse says, look, look, when he cried out, what did Jesus do? Stood still. This morning, this morning, Jesus knows what you really need. Some of you came here this morning, I'm going to go to church and just go to church and hang out. Nah, Jesus knows what you need. How many of y'all know Jesus knows what you need? This was not an accident. But I want to know how important is purpose to you? And when you cry out the purpose, because according to Jeremiah, Jeremiah says these words here. He says here, I know the what? In my, slowly, I know the plans I have in mind for who? Declare who? They are plans for what? And not what? To give what? Fill with what? God has a plan filled. Bob says, my cup run what? But you got to decide like Bartimaeus. I got to cry out. Purpose is, purpose is coming by. God is speaking. I can sit here and stay in the same mindset, or I can revive my dreams, renew my return. Because why? Here comes purpose. When purpose comes by, guess what? Change brings what? Some of you here this morning. God is saying, the choice is yours. Are you going to sit by the roadside begging for arms when purpose is showing up? And guess what? When purpose shows up, it'll help you, real, it'll help you realign your distractors. It will, re, it will realign your distractors. Check, check, look at what the text, text says. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore what? What's distraction? Stuff. People. Naysayers. Check, check, check this verse out of Mark. He said, then they called the blind man to say to him, be of good cheer. What? These same people, a verse earlier said what? Shut up. Sit down. Be quiet. You see, people like being part of a winning team. When you decide to make up your mind, let me tell you something. Here's the bad part about most of us. People see more in us than we see ourselves. And since people, by and large, are player haters, why why would I want to lift you up when I can lift myself up? So I will hate your dream because I see what potential you have. Therefore, Instead of you getting ahead, I will make sure you don't get ahead because why? I see potential in you, so I tell you, you can't do it. You can't do it. But once you realize that you can do it, I want to get on your team. He said, look, hey, hey, come on, blind man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He's here. Purpose. All, I never forget when people told me um, um, we couldn't do this and we couldn't do that. The minute we start doing it, ah, oh, doc, you look great. Oh, yeah, now, you're, now I'm great. Now, we are, now I'm wonderful. I was dumb six months ago. I was an idiot a year ago. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm a genius. 
People always want to get with you when, you when you're on purpose. If we live, if we align, you're distracted. Is this something else I want you to check out? Ezra 10.4 says, Arise, this matter is your responsibility. Somebody say, it's my responsibility to live my purpose. This is your responsibility. This is your responsibility. And once you realize that, we are, we also are what? With you. Be of good courage. And what? Do it. Ezra had grabbed the Bible and he was reading the word of God and to remind the people what God was going to do in their life. And they said, Ezra, we're with you. We've sinned. We now, we've realized that we're with you because we, we see that you have purpose. This is, your, this is your job to give us the word of God so we'll follow you, Ezra, because we're with you. Go check this out. It only takes what? Who's that? It's Jesus. Well, guess who else is it, though? Who's the finger pointing at? Jesus doesn't make you take him. He doesn't force you to come to him. It only takes one person to decide. I've given up this life of crazy. I've given up this life of, of, of being selfish and self-centered. Jesus, show me my purpose. Show me that this life is more than what I see. Jesus, show me who I am. And when you get that, verse 50 says, he threw aside his garment. When you realize that I'm, I, I have purpose, I have, I, have, I, have, I have meaning, I have significance, the stuff that you cling to, when it meets you, you throw it aside. Nothing is more important in your life when you finally get the chance to meet purpose. I'll tell you something. Purpose gets you up in the morning. Purpose makes you spend nights reading and studying. Purpose gets you out of bed early and say, hey, I'm, I'm why? Because purpose means I'm here for a reason. My mother and father said, I wasn't a mistake, no, because according to Proverbs 16, 4 says, God had a place and purpose for you. The Bible said before your mother and father even got together, God had plans for you. It's up to you to realize, to throw aside stuff that's covering you. He rose and did what? Came to Jesus. Some of you see religion as a, as a crutch. And here at New Seasons Church, I don't want to give you a crutch. Because religion kills. It destroys. Has wars, rumors of wars. But relationships change you. Little baby here will forever change her life. That little baby is going to change your whole life. Not not the thought of a baby, but a real life person. The relationship of the baby. It's going to change you because why? It's a relationship. It's give and take. Well, guess what? Coming to Jesus is give and take. He'll change you. But the only person that can do that, guess what, is who? Here's, Here's something else. It will reshape my dialogue. It will, it will revive my dreams. It will rise my determination. It will realign my distractors. And now, it's going to reshape my dialogue. What do you mean, Pop? I'm glad you asked. Take out the verse. 
So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Now, in verse 46, he was called what? Blind Bartimaeus, the what? The beggar. Right? Jesus could give him anything he wanted. Old blind Bartimaeus just said, well, Jesus, give me some pocket full of money. Cast, give me a spell and cast some money. Give me some money. Give me, give me, give, give me, give me some stuff, Jesus. But he said, Rabbi, that I may have my sight. One thing about blind Bartimaeus, it doesn't say if he was born blind. He said he's blind, but so either he was, most time when you're born, they'll say he was born blind. But it never says he was born. So evidently at one time he saw. And he, he remembers seeing the birds fly. He remembers seeing sunrises and sunsets in the ocean. And he remembers seeing cats and dogs and babies and, 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 and all the begging that he got, that he had. It didn't matter, it didn't mean nothing until he realized what I really want is my sight. I want to see, I want, I want my purpose, I want to I see. Because here's the next thing I want to share with you. Words are what? They can what? Or? So what? That is one of, when I found that online, I said, oh, yeah, I got to give that to you. Because how many people up here today very rarely, very rarely take time to choose our words? We'll shoot some out there, realizing once it's out there, guess what? You can't get it back. You're either going to create a, a hope or you're going to do what? Destroy. And once you, and here's, here's something else, people, here's something about, here's something about people. People might forgive you of your words, but they'll never what? Forget your words. <laughs> How many of us to this day, we, 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 today, we, we still remember stuff people said about us a long time ago. Let's get real. I mean, we don't got grown. Got our lives. We still got that person when someone used to call you, yeah, you ain't nothing but a, yeah, yeah. You find a always trying to outprove, outlive up past that. The words he chose was not, give me money. The words he chose was, I want to see my sight. This was not my purpose, was not to sit here and beg and, 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 be, and be here. My purpose was bigger than this. Jesus, I want my purpose back. You need purpose, it will restore your what? Your destiny. Jesus is the only one that can take things that are crooked and make them straight. Only thing that can bring living water in dry places. Only one that can give you hope in a hopeless situation. He's the only one that can restore your destiny. Because look, 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 look at the text. The text says this here. It says, Did Jesus say to him, Go your way? Your what? Has made you well. I want to know when purpose meets you, what do you do? You cling to your normalness of life, what you know, what you're secure in, or do you take a challenge, you take a risk? Let me tell you something right now. Write this down. Faith means risk. You can't have faith 
without taking risk. You want to be, you, you say, I'm a I'm, I'm person of faith. Really? When the last, what's the last risky thing you've done? Until you tell me what you've done, what, you, what, what risk you take, you don't have faith. You're playing it safe. Because faith always means risk. Moses, the Red Sea. That's a risk. Daniel, lion's den. Risk. Abraham means risk. You, you, you can't have faith without having risk. Start, start your own company. Oh, risk. Quitting your job and say, I'm going somewhere else. Oh, risk. Getting married. Risk. <laughs> faith. Step it out there. Raising kids. Faith. Risk. But you got to do it. What risky thing have you done? Pastor, Pastor I, got th- I got these dreams. Okay, you got these dreams. What are you doing to go after the dreams? What are you doing to go after what God put inside you? Are you just playing it safe? You will never amount to God's purpose playing it safe. He says, go away your faith has made you well. And immediately he did what? Receive his sight. And as soon as he got his sight, what did he do? He followed purpose. He followed Jesus on the road. Here's the next thing. God can restore what is broken and change it into what? All you need is what? That's it. I want to know this morning, how many of you guys can receive that? All you need is faith. We live a life where, you know, you know what's the funniest thing about, about this country, about America? We have guys that will make millions off this stuff. Tony Robbins, motivational speaker. He took the Bible, pulled out Jesus, and made him, and became a billionaire. Les Brown. Zig Ziglar. Goes on Napoleon Hill. If they, they read this Bible which is a book of amazing statements of faith, and said, you know what? I'll flip it and tell them, be self-aware. Tap into your, your self who you are. Nah, you can't get that. Only God can change what is broken and change it to something amazing. You gotta have faith. Your best self-help coach you're paying tons of dollars for each week. It's free. It's called the Bible. You know what his name is? It's called the Holy Spirit. And when you decide to bring Jesus into your life, he'll put stuff in you that's so powerful. He'll remind you who you are in such a way that no devil or no drama can stop you from being what God has called you to be. But here's, 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 yes. Very good. But you got to accept the coach, don't you? Okay, so, Pastor, how, how, how do I start? I'm glad you asked. Here we go. First thing I want you to do, identify what's been driving my life. What's been driving me? What's been, what's been making me move? What's been 
and keep me. What's that thing in my life? If it's is it self, is it prestige, is it notoriety? Is, is it, what is it that thing that been, that gets me? If, if it's all about you, that's the wrong Bible. Second, I want you to imagine. meditate right quick. Oh, think about that. The creator of the universe has purpose for your life. Isn't that amazing? The one who said, let there be, and stuff started happening. The one who put the stars and aligned the sun and, and put the, the, the sun enough part of it, 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 could, it could light the, light the world, but not burn it up. The one that, that made the temperature H2O, not H1.5 or H1.0, it's H2O. Is that his perfect degree so he could be perfect? And that God who did all that made the ocean amazing. That God says in his word, I have plans and purpose for you. Imagine that. When you realize that God has a purpose for me, you ought to say, well, God, what is it? This cannot be, oh, I'm not here to go to work, to make a dollar, come home, sleep. Up again, go to work, make a dollar, come home, sleep, up, go to work. That can't be it, God. And God is saying, if you tap into me, I'll show you between those, those functions you must do, I'll show you purpose. Thirdly, Proverbs says, many are the what? In a man's heart. But it is what? The Lord's purpose. A lot of you this morning have been running from God. God has spoke, God, go back to that verse for a second. God has spoke purpose in your life. But nah, you don't want to, that's too hard for me. I mean, I have to give, I have to give up some stuff, Pastor, to do purpose. I got I to gotta make changes, Pastor. I got to stop begging. I got to throw aside my garments. And I don't know about that, but guess what? You serve the kind of God that will say that will put you through hell if you, if you accept your purpose. Anybody here, anybody here ever ran from God? And um, how did he get your attention? Was it stuff? He he didn't just go, hey, come back. He put something on you. You was like, good night. Are you for real, God? Yeah. Because my plan for you must happen. If you're so stick-skinned, hard-headed, you can't understand. Here you go. I'm going to put something on you that's so real, that's so clear. You got to say, okay, God, I'm done. What do you want me to do? When that man put that gun to my head and spent it three times, God, if I get out of here, Sister Sarah, if I, if I get out of here, if it don't go off, God, Solomon, if it don't go off, I'll preach your word. Please. Let me get out this chair. Let these three things happen to me, Lord, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do your will. 
God going to so you can decide. Some of you, but some of you are just real stubborn, real tough. You're, 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 you're tough. You're, you want to fight them. You can't outbox God. God is going to win. But here's the bad part about this. Here's the bad part about this. Why wait till you're old and get it? And the blessings that you are short-lived because you're older. Why not get it when you're 20, 16, 30? You know, why not get it when you're young so you can live a life full of purpose instead of trying to catch up on purpose? How many people have that, that wish they, they could get a, a do-over? But guess what? You can't. What God will do, he can restore. Is I will restore what the canker worms took from me. God can turn stuff around in an instant. You are one moment, one decision away tapping into the purpose of God. Lastly, you got to ask the Lord. Next one. Okay. You got to invite God's son into your life. You got to identify, imagine, and then you got to invite. You got to say, you know what? Preacher, you right. You right. I've been living for me for a long time. And I'm right where I don't want to be at. Or even better, preacher, I tried that God stuff. It didn't work. No, you tried the God stuff. You didn't try relationship. A lot of us try church, but we never get into relationship. We go do, we go do the ritual. We go do, this, we go do the things of God, but we never really fall in love with him. I mean, I mean, people here. Ever, really, ever been in love, in, in love, love, I mean, love, not in lust, but in love. I mean, you were like, just lit. You couldn't like, you couldn't, you couldn't breathe. I mean, it was like, dang. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't get on the phone, and for hours, just talking, listen to a breathe and whatnot. Just, just in love. You know what I mean? Just in love. But guess what? That's what God wants. Because you know what? God is absolutely crazy about you. He said, for God said what? Love the world. For his one begotten son. For who? For me. Imagine he's crazy about you. He is absolutely crazy about you. He, 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 he set you up for demise. You didn't even know you. He didn't even know. <laughs> Mario just mind this business. God said, I got something for you, partner. All the other ones, man, I got the perfect one just I got a prime cut just for you. Bam. Gave him the boy. Bam. Popping out the girl. I got this for you, boy. Trust me. I got this whole thing lined up for you. The school. And you're going gonna to be the, the I got all that stuff. I got all that stuff for you. All you got to do is have the faith to walk by my sight and not by yours. Listen to my words. And not the naysayers, the distractors. And thank God to do some great things for you. Beloved, I'm, I want you to take this next six weeks, or five weeks now. I wouldn't miss one week if I was you. 
I've been praying for this. For, I've been praying for this series for a minute. That's why it's called Mind Blowing. I want to literally blow your mind. I want you to write. A, I want you to get a plan for next year that is so risky, so incredible. Only God can pull it off. So if God don't pull it off, it can't happen. You got to write a vision and a plan for your life that's so crazy. Got it. Saying you ain't, you don't show up, it ain't gonna happen. But then God gonna say, "Where's your faith?" Well, check it out. You can't get none of that. You don't know Jesus. In order to receive Him, we have to ask Him what into our heart. We have to confess our sins. We can pray a prayer like the one you got that's on the screen. It comes down to the sincerity of your heart. Now. The words don't really mean don't mean a thing. What, what matters is the heart. If your heart says these words sincerely and true, and everything else changes. Just saying black words in a white background doesn't mean nothing. When those words pierce your heart, your entire world changes today. Some of you may have been in church and said something like that, and you didn't really get it. You just kind of just did it because your friend did it and whatever. That's why I put the, that's why I put the ex- explanation at the bottom. I want to explain the bottom part, the part in red first. In, in, old, in the good old Bibles, they say everything in red was, was, was Jesus. I put, this, I put the most important part in red. If you don't, if you don't say these words in the, black, in, in the black letters, these words from your heart, just, just blabbing but if God today has brought you here today and you are blind Bartimaeus and you're sitting by the wayside and purpose has come down to your pew and you say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What you want? You say, I don't want stuff. I want you. Today will be the beginning of the rest of your life. So what I'm gonna do today, we're gonna, we gonna all say this prayer right quick. Together, this family. Go, dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner. And I am condemned. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I now trust you to save me and repent of my sins. And I now trust you to save me. I put my faith in you to take me to heaven when I die. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, by the conditions of the red block from your heart, if you said that prayer for the first time under the conditions of what's in the red block, can you raise your hand? Say, Pastor, I said that prayer. Now, I, I, I got it. I, I mean it. That's you here this morning. You said that prayer for the first time. You, and that means, and you mean the red block. Can you raise your hand? Say, I, I, I mean the red block. I mean that prayer. Secondly, amen. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Not only must salvation be important, but also I need you to get connected. You've saved. 
you know Jesus Christ, you know he's amazing, you know he's awesome, you know he's the best thing going, you need to be connected to a church that's teaching you the word of God. Not a bunch of hoopla, not a bunch of nonsense, teaching you the unadulterated, pure word of God. Don't take nothing from it or add nothing to it. Teach you straight down the middle. I call it straight with no chasing. That's me all day long. I'm straight with no chasing. New Seasons Church is that kind of church that wants you. I want you just the way you are. I don't want you to change nothing because you might change the wrong thing. Pastor, I come back, I, come, I get right with them next week. No, 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 no. You might remove something that God wants to use. Remember I told you you, got, you have purpose, right? Why change who you are? Just realign who you are. So if you're here this morning, I would love, it'd be my honor to be your pastor. My purpose in life is, 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 is a five-letter mission statement. It's called the rain. My purpose is to reach you, equip you, inspire you, grow you, and nurture you to fulfill God's destiny for your life. That's my purpose. That's my purpose. Reach, equip, inspire, grow, and nurture you to fulfill God's destiny for your life. I'm here to help you do that. And I love my purpose. Trust me. It gets me up in the morning. It gets me. I can't wait to get here to do my purpose. What do you like or not? You can, what do you, go, you can go see my sermon. I still feel good because, wow, I've done my purpose. In Jesus' name. I would love to be your pastor this morning. Because I believe about you the way God believes about you. God said you are fearful once you're made. He said you use the apple of the apple of his eye. And God said you are blessed to be a blessing. And I want to speak life into you every time I see you. That you will fulfill your purpose for God. If you're here this morning, you don't have a church home. And real quickly, we are not perfect. We are not perfect by no means of imagination. We got issues from me or to the back door. But what we do at this church, we press. We press hard to the high call of Christ Jesus. And I want to press with you this morning. If you're here this morning, you don't have a church home. And you realize today that New Seasons Church, yeah, they're not bad. Let me, let me join that team. Let me join that team and be part of something amazing. You're here this morning. I'm going to pray. If you're here, raise your hand so you can be part of something wonderful. Father God, in the name of Jesus, there might be someone here this morning. You already saw God, someone say they want to accept you as their Savior. But God, there might be someone here who needs to have purpose defined in their life. And Father, we need a church home for that. We need a pastor to help pull that purpose out life in dark places. So if you're here this morning and the Spirit of God has called you this morning to be part of our family, I would love to receive you this morning as your pastor and welcome you to the amazing journey of faith. If you're here this morning at your seat while your head's bowed. You just raise your hand at your seat. Say, Pastor, I, I heard the call. I want to be part of something amazing. I want to be part of this family. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand at your seat. No one else is watching. Just raise your hand. I see your hand. God bless you. You would come. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. That you would be part of something amazing because today is the day that purpose meets you. Father God, bless those hands who have raised today, God. Bless those who have made their mind today. Today, I have the power to say, this is not how my story will end. I will end my life on purpose. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Come on, give God some praise. 